0: I received an email, which I'll go through. I'll just anonymize it a bit. From a relative of a disciple of mine who passed away recently. So in the letter, the writer said, we had many conversations in this past year. And he had been very supportive, even though being younger to me, And he always stressed a need for a guru in spiritual journey for guidance. He sent me your email address. I'm glad that he found a path in life, and even though he didn't live long, he was very purposeful, and I envy him passing away so early. For me, though, life feels like a chore And then it seems I'm not going away anytime soon. So maybe it's some long punishment. I would have been happy to trade places with him. Not the suffering part, but leaving this world soon part. Well, you might think, that sounds really miserable. We are reminded of the well-known saying of one of the 19th century American enlightenment thinkers, Henry David Thoreau, who said that the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. You don't see it on their face directly. They seem to be going on with their life reasonably content. But underneath, there is a quiet desperation. They're not screaming, they're not yelling, they're not moaning, they may not be complaining, but they're not happy. So, the person who's writing this, from the spiritual point of view, is making a good start and realizing that I'm not happy. How can you not realize if you're not happy? Well, it's called living in false happiness. Hiding in false happiness. Amrit Swami wrote a book called that. Hiding in false happiness. It's very sad that pretty much most of the population everywhere is like that. I'll continue reading from this book person's letter. He writes, I am in Houston, Texas, and have lived in the U.S. for almost 20 years. I practice different meditations, but bhakti and devotion doesn't come naturally to me. Maybe that's why my life feels so dry. Yes, that's a fact. Also, I am not inspired to do any selfless service, such as volunteering in community activities like soup kitchens, things like that. Maybe if there's some work that is suitable to my temperament, which comes easily to me and beneficial to someone, I like doing it. But I don't always know what that is. So I'm just working in the corporate field just to do something with my time as I don't know what else to do. Quiet desperation. He's an Indian working in the corporate field in America. That's called being successful. So many young men in India study very, very hard with the hope of going overseas and working in the corporate field, especially in America. I remember this is more than 20 years ago in our Bhaktivedanta Book Trust in Bombay there was an accountant, I believe it was his first job, a new young accountant. And one day he came into the office, he looked so happy. The reason? He'd got a posting in Muscat. He's changing jobs and he was going out to Oman. Oman is the country and Muscat is the capital. In the Persian Gulf so he was very very happy he got an overseas job prestigious more money will be there for sure if he'd have gotten out further to Europe or best of all America he might have been even more happy but we see people they get what they think is success but after some time they just feel miserable. Working in a corporate field just to do something with my time as I don't know what else to do. So I guess my question is if karma and bhakti are the only means to feel fulfilled and happy in life and that leads to salvation, how do I get into it? Very good question. Very good question. And more so, If that's the way, shouldn't I be dedicating my life to that? Rather than just living day to day without any meaning or purpose and lacking any connection with anyone or anything? And if that is true, can you guide me into how to feel this devotion and how to engage in selfless service? And if it it would be better to withdraw from the corporate world and dedicate life to spiritual pursuit this brings to mind the teaching of Lord Krishna that we find in the 11th canto of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. Labdhva sudur durlabha bahu bahu-sambhavānte manuṣaṁ artaṁ anityaṁ yavat yateṁ vishaya anumṛtya-yāvat siyat having obtained this rare human birth, one should consider how to get free from birth and death. One should dedicate one's life for that. Knowing that we won't live very long in this body, but human life is very valuable. We have so many births, but only in human birth can we even think of how to get free from birth and death. And if one thinks, let me enjoy myself, then he should consider that enjoyment of the senses is available in every species of life. But the opportunity to perfect one's life, which means getting free from birth and death is only possible in human life. So what should we do? Very good question. Very good relative gave you the inspiration to do that. Uh, First thing we should understand, come to the platform of at least some basic knowledge. As a Hindu, you believe in reincarnation, but what's it all about? How does it work? It's a very serious matter. That we are getting born again and again. You're thinking, well, I'd like to die. But you don't die. You just go from one miserable condition to another. But we're not meant to be miserable. We're meant to be happy. Happiness is possible when we link with the wellspring of all happiness. Who is Krishna? So first thing is to understand these things that we get by associating with devotees and hearing or studying the teachings which are given in the shastras, these scriptures. Human life is very valuable because we can understand these things and to be born in A family wherein this culture is imbibed from the beginning, a Hindu family, that's a great advantage. Nowadays, of course, most Hindus, what do they do? They're they're interested in studying and having a successful life. (laughs) Life is miserable, but you might as well be Miserably successful and miserably unsuccessful, well what does it matter if you 're miserable <laughs> but faith there's there's a basic faith in the reality of reincarnation, one should contemplate this and think this is this is very bad i don't want to be born again and again. that is the beginning of intelligence to understand i don 't want to be born again and again and Then by associating with devotees, we learn these things and we take up the process. There is a process for reviving our dormant Krishna consciousness. That process begins with hearing from devotees, just like I am speaking now. I am speaking the same message that has been spoken by all realized acharyas, since time immemorial, that the body is temporary, but the atma, the soul, is eternal. We should act on the platform of atma instead of acting on the bodily platform because even animals, they eat, they sleep, they fight, they defend, they have sex. So if we don't try to cultivate spiritual consciousness, then we're simply living like animals. And how as a human can we be happy with such bestial pursuits? So understand these things, and then we have to act on the platform of Atma, which begins with chanting the holy names of Krishna. Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Rama, Hari Rama, 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 Hari Hari. That's the beginning. There are many things to learn. I won't attempt to say everything all at once, but I do very much recommend that you study the books of His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the founder, Acharya of ISKCON, who has presented the timeless Vedic spiritual knowledge in, in easy English, so that everyone can understand it so please read those books you probably have some of them already get a whole set fill fill up your house fill up your life fill up your mind fill up your consciousness with the vedic knowledge read those books there are many things gradually step by step you can understand all of this the question would it be better withdraw to withdraw from the corporate world and dedicate life to spiritual pursuit not now to take fully to spiritual activities is a big jump for most people and even many people think i'm ready but they're not they don't realize how much commitment and surrender is required so take it step by step we can see gradually step by step if you have a fa- if you're married and you have a family to support then uh then you have to continue with your family duties. That's there also. There are many considerations. But anyway, please start, read these books, get in contact with devotees, and uh, stop being miserable. We're meant to be happy. Krishna comes to this world to speak Bhagavad Gita to make us happy. We can actually be happy on the spiritual platform. That is the Vedic message. Sarve sukhino bhavantu. May everyone be happy. Hare Krishna. Vanchar kalpa terupyas chakripa sintupy evacha. Patita nam pavale bho, Vaishnava Dante nitaya chunakang padayone patya kritvacha kaku shata bravimi. Hasa evi vihaya durat. Goranga Chandra charane kuruta anuraga Parivada tu jano yatat vicharayamaha Hari rasa madiramadati mata bhuvi vilutha mana tama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Krishna.